Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, How to Create Power, Power with Self-Fulfilling Prophecies. This is one of my favorite subjects. It is absolutely fascinating. In the 1500s, there was an Englishman named Thomas Woolsey, and he was warned by a fortune teller that Kingston, the word Kingston, would somehow mark the end of his life. Well, nearby was a town called Kingston. So he avoided that town for years. But one day when King Henry VIII sent a constable to him, Named Kingston, he instantly died of shock. That's true. Instantly died of shock. How about this one? Another English guy. This is in the 1700s. An English dramatist named Edward Moore. Although apparently in perfect health, he sent his own obituary to the newspapers on February 27th of 1757, giving the next day as his date of death. Well, guess what? That night he suddenly became ill, and sure enough, he died on February 28th, 1757. Uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, this guy is, he, okay, he lived in Austria, George Thaler. He predicted in 1643 he would die five years later at 4 a.m. on September the 4th. And guess what? He died of natural causes at 4 a.m. on September the 4th, 1648. His prophecy is even inscribed on his tombstone. We all know the great American author Mark Twain. He was born when Halley's Comet was seen. And he predicted he would die when it reappeared. And sure enough, he died shortly after it again streaked across the sky. I think that was probably about 75 years later. Uh, how about one more of these? Uh, <laughs> you know, not too long ago, I was recording Halloween shows. And uh, I posted this famous quote from Shakespeare on one of my, I guess I tweeted it. This is the Song of the Witches. 
Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Fillet of a finny snake in the cauldron boil and bake. Eye of newt and toe of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog. Adder's fork and blind worm's sting, lizard's leg and owlet's wing. For a charm of powerful trouble, like a hell broth boil and bubble. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Cool it with a baboon's blood. Then the charm is firm and good. That is from Macbeth. But did you know that in the theater, you're never supposed to say Macbeth? It's bad luck to say the name of that play. Maybe I shouldn't even say it on the, on the podcast here. In fact, in the theater business, they just refer to it as the Scottish play. And that's because since that play first appeared in 1606, it has brought bad luck to many involved with it. In recent times, Laurence Olivier was almost killed during a performance. Uh, Charlton Heston was badly injured during rehearsals. President Abraham Lincoln read it to friends the day before his assassination. Now, I could go uh, on and on with these things. Uh, speaking of Halloween, though, before I continue, people always ask me every year, Joshua P. Warren, Mr. Ghost Hunter, what are you going to do for Halloween? And I always come up with some kind of big, dramatic, tall tale. What I actually did was I, uh, I spent the night in a, a, what is a supposedly haunted hotel room here in Nevada. And I set up cameras and, uh, I'm sorry to report that nothing happened, but I was concerned. I was thinking about, I was concerned that a ghost would show up in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping and scare the dickens out of me. And <laughs> that's what happens in probably my favorite ghost story of all time, a Christmas carol. People don't often think of Christmas and ghosts, but yeah, it's the probably the best ghost story was a Christmas carol. And, you know, I always kind of thought maybe when you say something like, ah, it scared the Dickens out of me. Well, you're talking about Charles Dickens because he wrote that. And just to get off on a tangent for a minute, do you know what? That term has nothing to do with Charles Dickens. It turns out that the, uh, this phrase, according to the hot mess was commonly in use three centuries before Charles Dickens was even born. And uh, apparently there was a, an old word for the devil called devilkin, and that became Dickens somehow. So actually, when you say scare the Dickens out of me, you're saying scare the devil out of me. I always love looking up uh, some of these word origin things like, well, I'm, while I'm on this page, how about this one? A buttload. Uh, it says, um, you know, you, you hear people talk about that. And, um, in a nutshell, a butt refers to a volume of 126 gallons, typically referring to a butt of wine. The extended phrase buttload developed over time to meet any large amount of anything. So it, it has, that has nothing to do with what you probably thought it has something to do with. Uh, don't let the cat out of the bag. That's, you know, what you say if you're talking about revealing a secret. The historic origin of this common language phrase goes back to 18th century England. There were a number of crooksters on the streets, and it was common to sell suckling pigs. 
and transport them to customers in bags. But fraudulent salesmen, however, would stuff cats into the bags instead. So that was a shock for people when they would get home and they would open their package and find that there was a cat in the bag. So that's where that comes from. Uh, one more. Um, let's see here. How, how, how about, you know, people say, oh, you're pulling my leg. Yeah, you ever thought about where does that come from? This also goes back to 18th century England in the streets. It was a very dangerous place. And apparently it said that, uh, back then a lot of people were walking through dark, alleys at that time and there were a lot of criminals and people that were an easy target for for robbery would be grabbed uh, criminals would sort of lay down in the alleyways and they would suddenly grab hold of a person's leg and yank them to the ground and the, of course that was a very shocking thing and then you'd grab their valuables and run away that's where pulling you're pulling my leg comes from Anyway, look, like I said, I just there there is a lot of information encoded into language about real world events, and I've always been interested in that stuff. But okay, all these instances that I, I've given you about these guys predicting their deaths or people who are uh, they're they're afraid to say the name Macbeth or something bad will happen in the play. Uh, these all may be examples of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So let me just read you the definition of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is the socio-psychological phenomenon of someone predicting or expecting something, and this prediction or expectation coming true simply because the person believes or anticipates it will, and the person's resulting behaviors align to fulfill the belief. And this suggests that people's beliefs influence their actions. The principle behind this phenomenon is that people create consequences regarding people or events based on previous knowledge or assumed previous knowledge of the subject. Now, just how powerful is this concept? Well, it's incredibly powerful. And it applies to things like, uh, well, the placebo effect and uh, confirmation bias. Uh, we're coming up on a break here soon. And when we get back from the break, I'm going to give you some examples of times where I have encountered confirmation bias uh a great example of this this self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing uh is from puerto rico uh and and this is like a, a really weird thing to talk about so i've never really tried to explain it before but today is the day um and then yeah, I'm going to tell you how you can take this information that we usually think of as kind of a negative thing and flip it around and start using it to make positive things happen in your life. We always talk about the negative stuff, but it goes both ways. Hey, listen up. I'm about to start some new ESP experiments soon, and all of you can participate. 
And some of you are going to win a lot of moolah by working with me on some stuff here in the Las Vegas casinos. We're going to put our ESP to the test. But you can only participate if you go right now to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter. It takes you two seconds. You just put your email address in the little bank there, hit the submit button, and you will also instantly receive an automated email from me that's got links to all kinds of really cool free stuff that will help you start making your life much more magical. There is no period after the P if you go to joshuapwarren.com and also follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. That's my name. You are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back. Stay right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. They say there are two types of self-fulfilling prophecies. And I'm reading this description from examples.yourdictionary.com. The first type is called other imposed. And here's an example. Imagine a student, Jamie, is about to take a college entrance exam. She has spent lots of time preparing for the test. As Jamie is walking into the building to take the test, she gets a call from her dad. Her dad tells her she's always had a hard time with anxiety during tests and that she shouldn't be surprised if she doesn't get a good score. Well, when Jamie sits down to take the test, her heart is racing. She can't think and she knows she's going to run out of time. She struggles through the exam and when she gets her score, it's lower than she wanted. This is a case of an other imposed self-fulfilling prophecy. Jamie's dad predicted her anxiety would get in the way of her achievement. And that happened because of his prediction. It reminds me of something I wrote about in my book, Use the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, which is available on my website. I talked about how I met a waitress one time and uh, she said that uh, her mother always called her Murphy because that she was clumsy and she was always making mistakes. And, you know, Murphy's Law, uh, what can go wrong, will go wrong, that sort of thing. So by calling her daughter Murphy, and I'm sure it was probably done in a silly, affectionate way, she was actually cursing her daughter and creating all these subconscious doubts in her. And so that that uh, self-consciousness would, would make uh, this... A young woman probably make more mistakes than she would have because she was worried all the time about that, you see? So anyway, that's called an other-imposed self-fulfilling prophecy. And now here's an example of a self-imposed. Uh, it says, in another imaginary example, a man named Ryan is getting ready to ask a woman for a date. Ryan has previous experience with rejection, and he thinks he sees a trend. He's sure the woman will reject him when he asks for the date, but he decides to do it anyway. He walks up to her with his hands shoved in his pockets and his head down. Under his breath, Ryan mumbles, quote, I know you probably don't want to go out with me, but I'm asking anyway, end quote. And just as he predicted, she turns him down. In this classic case, a, uh, a self-imposed, uh, says this is a classic self-imposed self-fulfilling prophecy Ryan's own prediction turned out to be true no matter how attractive he seemed to the woman he was approaching his negative expectations for himself affected his body language and the way he phrased his request making her more likely to refuse him and so there are real life examples of self-fulfilling prophecies. It says that, uh, for example, in a, a study, uh, an official study that was published, uh, certain teachers had lower expectations for certain types of students. And so they got treated a little differently. And sure enough, those students did not perform as well. 
expectation, uh, expectations of pain. A study conducted at the University of Colorado Boulder found that patients who expect a painful experience are more likely to feel pain, even when the stimulus is not very painful. Uh, goes on to say, okay, this applies to economic decision making. That uh, in this other study examined participants' economic risk-taking behavior when they were given a positive or a negative economic forecast was striking. Uh, those who received a negative forecast were less likely to take risks and took longer to make decisions, resulting in lower profits during an economic game. Uh, workplace paranoia. This happens a lot. Uh, this is a study from the University of British Columbia. When people perceive they are the victim of negative politics in the office setting, they tend to make decisions that make them more likely to be the target of politics. The paranoid behaviors that resulted from the perception of prejudice became a self-fulfilling prophecy. This also applies to uh, employee creativity. It says here, uh, this study examined how supervisors Positive expectations of employee creativity affected the creativity of employees. When supervisors had higher expectations about the creativity of their employees, they were seen to be more supportive of creativity. This, in turn, encouraged employees to be more creative. Um, so it gives more examples of this. And it basically says a self-fulfilling prophecy is an example of bias. That's a belief that can affect the outcome or how something is presented. Being aware of negative self-fulfilling prophecies can help you change your self-talk and avoid the effects of these predictions. On the other hand, if you practice optimism and predict better things for yourself, you can use self-fulfilling prophecies to your advantage. Now that that's where the power comes from. And, you know, in, in all areas of life, there is this thing. It's a version of this. It's related to it called confirmation bias, where if you believe something, it doesn't matter if it's a political belief. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of belief it is. But if you believe something, or let's say maybe it's you, you, you believe that ghosts are real or you believe that ghosts are not real or you believe in Bigfoot or you don't believe in Bigfoot or flying saucers or psychic, whatever, whatever you believe, people who have a belief, they tend to go out and look for the evidence that supports their belief while ignoring evidence that contradicts it, that shows or proves otherwise. That's called confirmation bias. And you have to be very careful uh, when you're doing analysis of strange and paranormal and mysterious things. Because, yes, if you want it to be a ghost in that picture really badly, you're going to convince yourself there's a ghost there without looking at all the reflections and the lighting and the optical illusions, etc. And the placebo effect is, is another example of how that confirmation bias can be used to produce wonderful, magical powerful, positive things for people. You know, the classic placebo effect is when you give a group of people a, a pill you're testing out. Let's say, you know, eight of the people get the pill and one person gets a sugar pill that does nothing, but they all believe they're getting the real pill. And frequently, the person who believes that he or she has the real pill, even though he or she has the sugar pill, 
has the same improvement, the same experience as the people who had the actual medication. Now, how do we explain this? It's one of the greatest mysteries in the world. It has something to do with the power of the mind and the limitations that we put on ourselves. And that's why, you know, some people say that when it comes to manifestation tools like the wishing machine or the miraculous prayer board, they say, well, it's just maybe it's just the placebo effect. And I say, great. Who cares? Maybe the the wishing machine is the world's greatest placebo. But if it works, it works. Who cares? We We don't have to explain everything. But this is an example of the power of the mind. And when I was, when I was in Puerto Rico, there was this phenomenon that, that became very frustrating. And I, I, and I just, it, I think it happened a lot in Puerto Rico because in Puerto Rico, they have a lot of economic struggles. And so they're, the, the way they set up and run their businesses is kind of haphazard. So for example, here in the States, if you, uh, look up a business and they say, you know, we open at nine o'clock a.m. and we close at nine p.m. You assume you can walk in the door at nine oh one a.m. and they're going to be open or you can walk in the door at eight fifty nine p.m. and they're going to be open. You know, it's it's not like that in Puerto Rico, though. It's very sloppy how you know, they, they open and close businesses and you, you, and you don't know if the place is going to be open or not. And so uh, and this is especially true when you get, you know, outside of San Juan. And, and anyway, uh, this would happen again and again. Somebody with a lot of talent, a great chef or a great cook of some person, a great restaurateur would open an establishment, a nice bar, a nice restaurant. They'd open the doors. And um, you would say, wow, that place looks fantastic. Uh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to go eat there tomorrow, you know. And then you go there tomorrow and they're closed. Same time you drove by it the day before, but now they're closed. And then later on, when you catch them, when they're open, you say, why were you closed the other day? And they said, oh, well, nobody was coming in. I said, well, I would have come in if you'd been open. You see, if you're going to start a venture like that, you... It, it almost reminds you of the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. You can't put all this work into creating something and then just close the doors on it. Uh, you have to leave, you have to have a period of time there where you leave the door open for, for people to find out you're there and then, and then they will come to you. And, but it was, again, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We we're we've opened, we've been open for an hour. Nobody's here. Screw this. We're losing money. Close up. You're not going to grow that way. It's a negative self-fulfilling prophecy. We have to take a break. When we come back, though, I have a lot of really cool stuff to share with you. For one thing, this is exciting because this is ultimate proof that you are a creator. And in fact, I am creating something right now that all of you can participate in. And uh, this is a new venture for me that I think is going to possibly change a lot of lives uh, there's so much to get to on this action-packed show about the power of self-fulfilling prophecies i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network i'll be back after these important messages
Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Here's something that's really weird. This is sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy that borders on some kind of psychic telekinetic effect. Sometimes I get on this podcast and I just tell you about bizarro stuff that happens to me that I I can't even define exactly. And I just say, does this happen to you? So recently I I did a podcast and I talked about this phenomenon that I have experienced where it's like Lauren, my wife and I will will park in a big parking lot, you know, like here in Vegas, you got giant parking lots. And it seems like wherever we park, there's always somebody getting into or out of their car right beside us 
And when we leave an establishment and we come back to get in our car, whoever's parked right beside us or in front of us is also coming back to get in their car. And you look around the rest of the parking lot and that nobody else is in the parking lot. They always happen to be right there with us. And I said, I don't know how to explain this. And I talked about it on this podcast and I got all these emails from people saying, whoa, this happens to me also. I can't believe it. Like, I'm shocked to hear that this happens to you because I've thought the same thing. Here's another weird thing that I've never heard anybody talk about. Maybe maybe this has also happened to some of you. So frequently I will sit down with somebody, especially Lauren, and I will say, hey, Let me show you this thing on my computer or on my phone that has been working perfectly and beautifully. Now, you know exactly where I'm going with this, don't you? And then as soon as I want to show it to her, it's something screws up. Okay, something messes up. And and it could be the website's not popping up now or it's loading slow or I don't think it's just me, though, because a lot of times you'll go into a store and uh, the clerk will be like, oh, man, the computer's not working. Uh, and I think, d- d- does everybody kind of have those moments or, or is it just around me? Where I-, I don't know, guys. But I, I unfortunately, I have a negative self-fulfilling prophecy. Like if I'm going to show Lauren something on this computer, it's probably going to screw up and it's not going to load properly. or It's going to be all slow or whatever. I need to stop that. We're going to get into self-sabotaging in a minute. But this is great because it's proof that there is some kind of a design here that you can influence. The problem is humans have a tendency to be negative and we doubt ourselves. And so we often manifest more negative things than positive things. But once you understand this, you can start taking measures to reverse it and you um, use this this knowledge for positive purposes here's something that will probably surprise you i have been doing uh radio and podcasting and tv and all this stuff for you know over 30 years i still get nervous every single time i'm about to do uh, even one of these podcasts right before right, right when i'm about to i get nervous Isn't that silly? I'm in a studio by myself. I control everything. If I mess up, I can go back and edit it and make it right. Why feel nervous? Art Bell wrote a book and he said something along the lines of that he would get nervous before every single one of his shows. And he basically said, if you stop getting nervous, then that means you're you you don't care. You're stopping. (laughs) If you don't get excited and nervous. You're not caring enough about what you're about to do. If you're going to do something that's important, you should feel a little excited and nervous about it. And when I'm about to go out on a stage and talk to thousands of people, which I've done many times in my life, uh, or or if it's just a small group and I'm talking to 50 people, uh, sometimes, yeah, I get nervous and excited and I go out. And uh, the thing is, I know I feel nervous when I first get out there. But you know what? Most of the time when you feel nervous, nobody else can even tell you. You you are like magnifying your own feelings. But they nine times out of ten, people can't even tell if you if you're nervous. So remember all that. And this is why when you start coming up with positive expectations for any situation or any scenario for yourself, 
The, the fastest way for you to sabotage that is for you to go overboard and, and want something that seems unrealistic. Because if you do that, a little voice in your head is going to be like that. Come on. That's not going to happen. And that can be all it takes. So that's why I say if you're using affirmations or a wishing machine or something like that and you want to wish for money and if you have a hundred dollars in your bank account, don't wish for a million dollars. Cause if you wish for a million dollars and you've got a hundred dollars, there's going to be that little voice in your head saying, this is not going to happen. Are you crazy? You sabotage yourself self, self, uh, subconsciously. So what you do is instead of wishing for a million, no, you wish for a thousand. And then once you get that thousand, wish for five thousand. And then once you get that five thousand, yeah, let's crank it up to fifteen thousand and you incrementally grow it because then you are able to believe every step of the way and you don't sabotage yourself by just jumping straight to something crazy that you just know is not going to work. And, and and maybe it would still work, but most of us cannot make that giant of a leap of faith. Some people can do it, and I've made giant leaps of faith sometimes in my life, but as a general policy, stick with smaller measures of things. And here's something else that you should always remember, that in most cases in life, if you want to do something new, if you want to start a new venture, a new project, or a new relationship, or whatever it is, most of the time, if you try something and you fail, you know what happens? Nothing. Nothing. So there's nothing to be afraid of. Now, look, that doesn't apply in all cases. If you're trying to send a person into space on a spaceship and you fail, yeah, you got a big problem on your hands. But for most of the stuff that we normal humans try to do, if you try something out and it fails, nothing happens. Take some comfort from that. I want to read some quotes to you from famous people. From my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. A lot of these people are people who, uh, I think they're, they're sort of artists in a way. And, and by that, yes, you know, you have the obvious stuff like music is art and sculpture is art and paintings are art. But also, I think industry is a form of art. Politics is a form of art. And uh, so... I'm going to read you some quotes from these people. And let me just point something out. Nowadays, everybody is so darn sensitive that if you read a quote by a famous person and uh, they don't like that famous person for some reason, well, then they just go, ah, to heck with that quote. I, I'm going to go on the record here and say that, look, Michelangelo may have done some horrible stuff in his life. I don't know if he did or not. But regardless of what he did, I'm still going to go enjoy the Sistine Chapel. I don't think we need to tear the Sistine Chapel down if we find out he did something bad. I'm able to separate the art from the artist, the product from the creator. And I think we need to think more about that in today's day and age when people are so prone to just destroy things because they find some imperfection in the individual who created it. So anyway, that said, here's a quote by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Here's a quote from Oprah Winfrey. What you focus on expands. And when you focus on the goodness in your life, the goodness, you create more of it. You don't become what you want. You become what you believe. 
Steve Jobs said, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. The actor Jim Carrey said, I've always believed in magic. When I wasn't doing anything in this town, I'd go up every night, sit on Mulholland Drive, look out at the city, stretch out my arms and say, everyone wants to work with me. I'm a really good actor. I have all kinds of great movie offers. And I just repeat these things over and over, literally convincing myself that I had a couple of movies lined up. And I drive down that hill, ready to take on the world, going, movie offers are out there for me. I just don't hear them yet. Intention is everything. Winston Churchill said, you create your own universe as you go along. One of the Disney Imagineers named Tom Fitzgerald said, if you can dream it, you can do it. Albert Einstein said, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. Helen Keller said, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. And finally, the author Voltaire said, I have decided to be happy. Because it is good for my health. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of this uh, cancel culture mentality where, where sometimes we take quotes from people that we don't like. Products from people that we don't like. And we just, you know, we just say, ah, let's throw this away. I'm coming up on a break, but uh, I do want to read something that I wrote recently. I've worked my uh, whole life in the in the business of free speech, and I wrote this on my Twitter page. There is nothing more precious than the freedom of speech. It is that freedom which allows all other freedoms. Whenever someone tries to limit your freedom of speech through whatever means, that person is trying to limit your freedom in general. Never allow this to happen. Don't even let it begin. And always remember... Freedom of speech is there primarily to protect speech that you do not like. Speech that may be unpopular, controversial, or offensive. When we come back, I'll tell you about this new project I'm working on, and I want you to work with me. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I have a really fun new little project that I want to tell all of you about right now. Years ago, I asked my audience to start sending me stories for a book of creepy tales. And I said, they have to be true. They have to be short and they have to have an ending that makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck. And I built a website and said, submit your story. And if, uh, you know, if, if I get enough stories, I'll collect them all into this book, this anthology, and you'll get a free copy. And I didn't know if I was going to get one story submitted. I mean, I figured I would, but I didn't know. And my goodness, uh, thousands of stories came in. And that became a book, which you can now buy on Amazon, called It Was a Dark and Creepy Night. And I was so impressed with that project that I thought, and, and, and that's not the first time I've done that kind of thing. I did something similar when I was a teenager with a book called Speaking of Strange. But I was thinking the other day about, like, you know, all the all the bad news that you get all the time. Every day, whether you're watching TV or you're listening to the radio or you're, or you're on the Internet, people are always just trying to create fear and anxiety. And I thought, you know what? There are a lot of wonderful, beautiful, magical, hopeful things that happen also every day, but they don't really get any coverage. <laughs> so I have decided that I am going to create a new book. It's a new collection. It's a new anthology. 
and it's called Amazing Happy Endings. And if you have a story, I want you to send it to me. Okay. I'm collecting them right now. And there are only four rules. Number one, your story must be true. Number two, your story must be short. Ideally, no more than a few paragraphs. Number three, your story must be amazing. I want some amazing synchronicities or something very hopeful. And number four, your story must have a happy ending. Let me give you an example of one of these, okay? This comes from Betty Bushton, who is a seamstress in Houston, Texas. And she said, my aunt was terribly teased in grade school because of her very pronounced overbite. My grandparents were poor, but they wanted to do whatever they could to fix her smile and ease the bullying. They found a dentist in town who was willing to take small payments for her braces. The dentist, a young, nice-looking man, had a habit of brushing off my grandparents whenever they tried to make a payment, simply saying with a smile, y'all can pay me later. Well, finally the day come, excuse me, finally the day came for my aunt to get her braces off, and there was much joy and praise as everyone admired her beautiful smile. Once again, my grandparents insisted they and they needed to make a payment, but again he quipped, y'all can pay me later. A week later, determined to pay the kind dentist in full, my grandparents went to his office only to find it abandoned as though it had never been occupied. Alarmed, they asked around town if anyone knew where he had gone and no one had ever heard of him or seen him, nor had they ever noticed anyone but my grandparents and aunt going into the office building. They never found that kind dentist and forever believed he was truly an angel from heaven. <laughs> you see, short, true, amazing with a happy ending. Do you have one you can submit? Go to AmazingHappyEndings.com, AmazingHappyEndings.com. And uh, if you have any trouble getting into that, that's registered with GoDaddy, and they've been having some technical problems. So if you have any trouble, you know, try it a couple times or go to a different browser. If you just can't get in for some reason, though, you can always email me, contact at JoshuaPWarren.com. And I'll, I'll just reply and send you an alternative link. But anyway, go to amazinghappyendings.com. Send me your story. I'm collecting them now. And, uh, if, if I like your story, if it makes it into the book, then you will get a free copy. And won't you be happy to see all these and read all these, uh, fascinating experiences that people have had? I'm excited about that. Here's an email I got from a woman. And, uh, gosh, you know, I could give her a name, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to because this is a very personal thing. Uh, she said, okay, so she has one of my devices called a, a psionic dematerializer, aka the bad buster. And she said, Oh, I love my psionic dematerializer. These are at joshuapwarren.com in the curiosity shop. She says, I wrote to you twice before, once about a utility bill that was greatly reduced, and secondly, about a true miracle when my daughter received funding after it had been cut off, enabling her to go through with her divorce. It worked within 30 minutes. Well, this might just be, oh, the most amazing and wonderful thing that my little gadget has accomplished. My oldest daughter and I have been estranged for over 11 years. 
It's been extremely painful. And without my knowledge, her sister sent her a series of emails which caused a reconciliation. Quite out of the blue as far as I was concerned. I had been wishing for this, quite honestly, for many years, and I had no hope of it ever occurring. Now, as if this wasn't wonderful enough, I had also placed my desire for my current living situation to be altered from its abysmal state. I don't even know how to tell you this, but my formerly estranged daughter is purchasing a small home for me, which is certainly plenty big enough to meet my needs and will get me out of an almost unbearable situation in my current home. I don't know if I can convey how miraculous this is, and I do attribute it to my belief and continued reliance on my beautiful little psionic D materializer. It truly does banish negativity, and in fact, I would say that it helps create miracles. I know you only create these wonderful items for a limited time, but honestly, I don't think... Uh, it would diminish their power in the least if you made more. They are absolutely a public service. I must thank you from my heart for this marvelous little wishing capsule, which has brought so much joy and now security and freedom from care into my life. May our good God shower you and your family with blessings and love. And once again, so many thanks for helping me to change my life. Whoa, huh? You see, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And again, I don't want to use her name. I've got it. I've got all her info, but you know who you are. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. I get these fantastic emails all the time. And I really would like to have more of those in my you know, for my book here, amazing, amazing, happy endings.com, amazing, happy endings.com. But this lady who wrote to me, she is right. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I produce, I only produce for a very limited amount of time. That is why, uh, this is probably the last time I'm going to mention this, but, um, the, the psionic dematerializer, the bad buster, it inspired me to create kind of a holiday version of this. And so last year, I worked with an artist named William Eggleston in South Carolina and created a holiday version of the Bad Buster concept. It's called the Anti-Crumpus Doll. And it's really, this is really, really weird. I've never made a doll like this before. And it's very elaborate and sophisticated. It's a work of art. This doll comes in a special package with all kinds of goodies and you know the crumpus is the opposite of santa claus so if if santa brings you gifts when you behave well guess what the crumpus he comes and punishes you when you misbehave and people have a lot of stress and a lot of problems around christmas and new years and so uh, what i've done is i i created this setup where you get this doll it's a crumpus doll okay it's a creepy looking little crumpus doll and you bind him up and as you do this ceremoniously you lock away the the negative crumpus energy so that only good fortune can follow you for the rest of the holidays and the coming year and i even wrote a little storybook that goes with it uh, you just you just have to see this i we brought it out last year and we brought it out late and there were still some left over so i put this thing in a big discount because i want to just go ahead and and um 
and sell the last few that we have remaining, and I'm never going to make this again. Go to CrumpusBuster.com, CrumpusBuster.com, K-R-A-M-P-U-S, CrumpusBuster.com, and watch the video there to learn about it. Okay, this is your last chance to to get one of these, and it is a work of art. All right, now we will bring in even more positive and good energy. Are you ready? Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Let's make your next week a good one. Enjoy the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.